For a lot of us, I know for me at least, the pandemic changed everything. And I can't imagine going back to an office every day, the commute, the time spent inside the building, and annoying office coworkers. If you're like me, you may be considering searching for a new job or considering freelancing. Freelancing can be a way to earn extra money on the side or a full-time income where you're your own boss. Hello, hashtag bossless life. And Hectic can help you get there. Hectic is a platform that helps freelancers start, grow, and manage their freelance businesses. Whether you're just starting out as a freelancer or going full-time freelance, Hectic has tools to help you be the professional business person you've always wanted to be. Build your dream job and start living your best bossless life by visiting gethecticapp.com slash wespeakenglishgood now to learn more and start for free. Your first client on the Hectic platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com slash we speak English good, you'll be supporting me and this podcast. Again, visit gethecticapp.com slash we speak English good to find everything you need to start your freelancing business today. You can find that link in the show notes. So go click now. Hey gang, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, podcorn.com. Within the first week of signing up for podcorn, podcorn sponsored my show. From that time to now, I've been finding different sponsors that work with our brand. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcast transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn.com. Now on with the show. Your flashy colors ain't saving you, ain't saving you. When you're on stage, you have no clue. Absolutely no clue. But it's okay, you're on them screens in front of hundreds of teens. Uh. I've been around, I've been playing, I've been hustling, and I don't need people to kiss my ass to know I'm amazing. Amazing. You're the pretty type that attracts little 12 year old boys. I'm the girl your dad and brothers want to see me with toys. I'm the one your boyfriend is fapping to. Bitch. And that was Sarah Jazz with her original song entitled, Bitch. (laughs) 
Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Sarah Jazz. Sarah Jazz is an accomplished touring jazz saxophonist. She's also a wonderful singer and a songwriter. She is also a very funny variety streamer on Twitch, which you can find her link for all her socials and such, especially Twitch, in the show notes. Go down there and click around and, and show your girl some love. So much love and, and, and very grateful to Sarah for inviting me into her into her world. It will into her and silence noises world. Um, I, I love what those guys do. I respect what they do. I think they're both hilarious people and super intelligent and very, very smart people. And, um, and I'm just I'm just happy to be along for the ride. Just happy to be along. If you guys are interested in seeing me on another stream, you can check me out this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sarah Jazz's Twitch channel. We're going to be playing Deception, which is a game show that they've cooked up over there. And by they, I mean the Silence Noise and Sarah Jazz. And by the way, the Silence Noise, you'll, you guys will get to know him in, 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 in like... Well, a couple weeks uh we I, I interviewed him and i interviewed sarah separately um upon their request because they said they can't be in the same area for more than about 20 minutes without getting in a huge fight so you know i respected their wishes and all that was i just said was bullshit they are actually very awesome people and <laughs> i don't imagine that uh, right now they're together in germany so i, I couldn't imagine silence noise flying all the way to germany just to be you know turned turned away and be like look i can't stand your ass you gotta get out of here so i don't think that's what's going on wow why am i even talking about this this is weird why am i talking about what sarah jazz and the silence noises relationship is like you know what that means they've got me they got their claws into me they whatever they're doing is working the goal is for people to talk about him, and here we are talking about him, wondering, wondering, wishing that I knew what was going on behind closed doors. Anyways, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be on Sarah Jazz's show. It's Sarah Jazz and the Silence Noise. They're doing a new talk show called Deception, and it's going to be a good time. So please do come through. Uh, we're going to get to Sarah in just a moment, but first go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her latest single called Stew. She also streams on Twitch. Right now, she is on a partner push where she is streaming every day for the month of March. So go to uh, twitch.tv slash Woo, here we go. Twitch slash twitch.tv/randommystique and go check out her channel. She is streaming every day. So go out and get yourself some. You can also find We Speak English Good on the show. Please go uh, on the show. You can find We Speak English Good on the show. Here I am. God, I'm just I'm thinking of different things while I'm talking and that's just not how it works. Go check out We Speak English Good at twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We stream every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
We have some great guests coming up for the rest of the month. We have Existence 130, who is an awesome music streamer, multi instrumentalist, and then on and that's this Friday, the 26th, I think, and then I think on the 28th or 29th, whatever the following Monday is, is Thomas Frank is on the show, who is another uh, music streamer and a just a shredder of a guitarist. So, looking forward to that. Friday on the show we have uh, on the on the podcast feed we have Wonder Truly who has been on the show before and uh, uh, excited uh, to share this podcast with you guys because it was it was almost like a reunion it was fun anyways so that's what's coming up I also wanted to give a shout out to a couple podcasts I've been on and uh, <laughs> I I don't want to forget about these guys because I have been doing sort of a podcast tour thingy Bobby thing. And uh, I've been having a good time with it. I've been talking to a lot of people. And if you're interested in getting to... Well, I pretty much tell you guys how I feel about most anything. So it's just more of that. <laughs> it's just more of me talking. and uh, But but it's fun. And it's, it's fun because it, it, we're removed from... It's not like there's any parameters on my show because we are free to move wherever we want. But it's all based around music. So it was sort of nice to cut the tether of music and sort of go in directly uh, for like politics and social issues and, and race relations and all the stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about <laughs> because I'm a light-skinned Latinx, which I'll stop saying Latinx. It's very offensive to a lot of people. Just, just so people know, Latinx is a very offensive term to a lot of Latinos. <laughs> Uh, just so y'all know I don't know if y'all knew this But Latinx is actually super offensive to some people uh, Just so y'all know uh, Y'all motherfuckers out there who are using it at will Please stop Don't do that anymore It's annoying People don't like it Mexicans hate it And I know Because I'm a light-skinned Mexican <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's keep it moving here. So the first podcast I want to talk about is Stoned and Sober. I was on the Stoned and Sober podcast. These guys are fucking awesome dudes. They this whole time they had this bong that they're 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 threatening to smoke, and um, we just had a really spirited conversation. And in fact, their um, their trailer is hold on i'll just play the trailer for you guys because it's that insane wait i don't think i can actually will i be able to i don't think i'll be able to no i'm not gonna be able to it's it's uh <laughs> it's basically me talking about um talking about how <laughs> it's just you know what just go listen to the episode there's a link in the show notes. It's called Stoned and Sober. It is out now. Go and click around on the show notes and give those guys some love. The other show I wanted to give a shout to, there's two more. There's two more shows here, and then we'll get to Sarah Jazz. The other show is The Usual Saints, which I got to talk to those cats, and they were very nice, and they're, I, I really enjoyed my conversation with them. That is out as well. And also, I was out on the Josh Bolton show, which that episode is out now. All three of those episodes uh, can be found in the show notes. So go click around and go support these podcasters because the, most of these guys that I've been talking to are all pretty new at the podcasting world. 
So go give them some love. Go show them some support. And you don't know, you might find a new podcast that you absolutely love. So go show some love. Also, please go support our sponsors. You heard Podcorn and Hectic. They, they, they are paid sponsors for the show. So please go and support them. It helps me tremendously when you go uh, and, and utilize these services that are supporting the show. Also, we don't want to forget about modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-I... Ooh, M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Go and check out their wide selection of patches and apparel. Uh, some of the favorite ones that we're finding that, that people really like are the Wu-Tang patches. Yes, that's right. You can get a Wu-Tang patch with your favorite uh, uh, your favorite or, or your your country's flag on it your favorite sports team on it or or, or a customized design modestudios.com go and check out all the freshest uh fully embroidered american-made patches and apparel okay i think that's it oh no we can't forget about the most important thing you gotta like subscribe and review like us on facebook instagram twitter uh, Snapchat, TikTok, Discord, all that shit. Go and support us by by giving us a subscribe on Apple iTunes or follow us on Spotify or subscribe to us on YouTube where you'll find the conversations we have here in video form. You can also subscribe on Twitch, which will cost you a few dollars, but that's okay because all the money goes right back into improving this podcast. You can also you can also leave a review, and if you're one of those people who are like, "Dude, podcasts are free. Why would I go around giving you money?" That's fine. You don't have to give us money if you enjoy this podcast and you want to show support, and you don't have the cash or you don't want to give us cash. It's fine either way. I don't care. Uh, go and uh, go and leave us a review. Leave us a review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you can possibly leave a review for us. It helps us to be found in the algorithm of the podcasting universe. So please go and do all that good stuff. You can write the show. We speak English good at gmail.com. Okay, this was quite an intro. Uh, there's just so much going on. And uh, I, I, we, we got to keep it pushing, baby. So I would love for you guys to put your hands together for the amazing, the talented, the funny AF mother effer, Sarah J. I love what you do. I love. I respect the uh, hell oh, of you. your 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 hustle. I like music exposed. I like that. Uh, I love that you and the silence noise are a thing. Like it's just. It's very. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. It's a. It's a fun, fun, fun thing. See, I'm. I'm gonna get into this, Sarah. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be present. I'm just still. Really. <laughs> are you still sleeping? I think so. It's these fucking pills, yeah. man. They're so weird. The, uh, these, uh, I don't know. I've never. Cla I've claps been... for that, by the way. That's I awesome. I don't know if there's that's claps for that. I also take no. There's like like that's awesome. That's a big step to take. Like for me, I also take antidepressants, and it took me 
a really long time to get there even, or to have the courage to, you know, be like, uh, I'm going to take pills every day because I hate pills. (laughs) Yeah. I hate pills too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, it was a, a, it was just, I, I just, I I can't keep having these like emotional roller coaster things. It's just not good for me or for my family or anything. So it's like, I just need something to silence the noise a little uh it's just <laughs> <laughs> hey. um but it was uh, god damn it yeah i know i know but but it, but That's it's beautiful. true but but it's true and i do refer to it actually as noise like when when things get start getting mm-hmm. loud in my head that's when things yeah. start getting loud out in the outside world too so it's like yeah. i do actually refer to it as the noise in my head that just starts getting louder and louder and louder so i yeah. i do actually use that phrase silence <laughs> But but hey, anyways, it was it's maybe just, he's the cure for your depression. Maybe maybe I need to date Silence Noise. Maybe maybe, maybe you do. Maybe. I actually was thinking about Saturday doing a little dating show for him. Do you want to come on and date him? Yeah, of course. It's I, called Date My Boyfriend. <laughs> I'm down. I would I would love to date the Silence Noise and yeah yeah. Okay. Well, well, I I also I just like his take. I I like his approach to produ- production and like the that goth uh, synth. Uh, um, symphony metal stuff is it, I I, yeah. I dig that I really dig it uh, so yeah I mean I I I I'll cup his balls whatever it's cool um, nice cool nice cool yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> enough about me and my silly little brain here I you know like just talking to you before we even got started and I was just like I was like uh, I told you I was like oh by the way my morning poo was great and you're like oh thanks for that information and. <laughs> No, no, but it, it something occurred to me at, at that moment. It's like you must get that a lot where people like just start talking to you as if you are still like Sarah on stream. And because yeah. you were just sort of like, I didn't, you know, in that moment, you didn't really know. But when you're Sarah on stream the other day, you're like, how is my own poo? You know, and it's just. I know, I know. <laughs> but sometimes I do that on purpose. So it's like it's difficult to. Sometimes that's my type of humor. It's mm-hmm. like I make you feel uncomfortable. I like doing that, you know. <laughs> I do that in real life too. So I was just, I was just, ugh, I don't want to know that and make you. And you were feeling uncomfortable that you just said that. So I, I, I was <laughs> enough to voice it later on. But, but I mean, it kind of leads to a bigger thing. I mean, you, you do have this character that you play, and and um, and I'm just wondering, how, do you have people like approaching you, like because you're inappropriate, you know, you're you're shaking your booty, like yeah. you're doing all that and. So I'm just wondering, do you have people who approach you like, I mean, I don't know how many people approach you IRL, but I'm sure you have plenty of people approaching you in the digital space. Do you have a lot? Oh, thank you so much for that host, Third Code Warrior. That is so wonderful of you. Thank you. Uh, But do you have that issue where you'll have people sort of coming at you in like a very inappropriate way where you're just like, oh, I have that all the time. Mm. And I actually had that conversation with a few girls. I made a girls night stream. And I was complaining about getting unsolicited dick pics all the time on Instagram. Mm. And they are all the girls that I had on on my on 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 that podcast or or night or whatever talks. I, I don't know. It was more of a podcast. But that night um, I was talking about that and they're all beautiful women. Mm. And they said they don't get that a lot. Like some of them haven't even gotten it ever. And I'm like, well, what the hell? <laughs> Why do I get that? Is it because of the way I act? Maybe it's because of the way I act. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a it's a common thing for you. I mean, do you have is it is it something that you sort of get? I don't know. Do you get do you get tired of it? Is it something that bothers you, or do you just sort of accept it as part of sort of I what just, you do? Yeah, I kind of accept. I mean, it never really bothered me because I kind if if it's kind of sad, but <laughs> I feel. I, I mean, I don't have any feelings towards it, but I feel. But I think some people might think it's it's sad because I'm used to be catcalled all the time, um, especially if coming from Portugal in in Lisbon. That's like that's a thing. If you are a woman who um, is even mildly attractive, you get catcalled all the time, and that's just a thing. You get approached all the time inappropriately. You know, you you get um, groped inappropriately, and all those things. Wow. And um, yeah, so having having people send me dick pics and stuff, I'll just I just laugh it off and yeah. make fun of it on stream, and it doesn't really bother me because I'm just used to it. Yeah. So, like I said, that might be sad for some people, but I don't I don't have any like I don't I don't get mad or anything. I'm like, oh, okay, well, great for you, good for you. There's another the, dick. The worst Sweet. <laughs> here's another day of people just dming me weird shit um but sometimes um most of the time i will actually look at their profile to under try to understand what type of people do this like legit they haven't even i have never talked to this person they haven't even said hi they legit the first thing they send is a dick pic or a tribute which yeah. is a video um, um which i never never really i never watched it i always only like clicked on it and then realized while it was going oh this is you know this is a tribute um but um i've never watched it until the end obviously so i don't know what happens like i never know what happens and i always feel weird once i i joked with my boyfriend with silence i was like I should watch one of these until the end. So I finally understand what it is about. Like, yeah. do they, do they say my name? Do they have a picture printed out in front of them? <laughs> do they have my picture on their monitor or something? Like what is happening here? Right. But then I click on start and it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm like, nope, I can't, I can't, I can't watch. I cannot watch. I don't want to know. Wow. Um, but yeah, it, it that happens a lot actually, and I don't know why. And I thought every woman has to deal with that in, in uh, on the internet, but turns out th that's a thing that just some of us get for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, my my wife Reina, she actually it, it's really interesting because she she puts up she has her boobs out all the time on her Instagram, yeah. her Instagram, and, and, and she never gets any dick pics. It's like no one wants to send her dick pics. It's like, it's like what? She she don't deserve dick pics? Huh? The I'm other, just, I'm, actually, I'm not calling no, for men to send my wife even, dick pics, by the way. I think like two days or, or, or three days ago, I even showed this to my boyfriend. I got a nude from a woman. <laughs> And that's not the first time that I get that. I'm like, I am past the point of dick pics. <laughs> I'm at a point already where I get either vagina pics or booby pic titties <laughs> or just full on, full on women. And it's like just a full bot, like full body. And I got that on, on Twitter the other day, a full body nude. I mean, she was pretty and beautiful and stuff. Nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, what are you do? Why? <laughs> what? I never spoke to this person even. Why am I getting this? Oh, Adam, thank you so much for the five months, buddy. Good to see you, everybody. And everybody give some love to Adam U uh, Adam Flair UK. He is a friend of the show, community member, and an amazing, 
Amazing. Thank you for that host as well, Adam. You lovely human being, you. You sexy motherfucker. Hello from Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah, Adam Flair UK does like badass production where it's like a throwback oh. 80s, like uh, like nice. in, in the vein of like Chromio or Zap and Roger and stuff like that. So it's like uh-huh. 808s cool. and shit. But yeah, uh, and, and of course, I forgot what we were just talking about. So. <laughs> Oh, we were talking about dicks. Thank you. Oh, yes, of course, dicks. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, and everybody who's here, I'm sorry that I'm just so over all over the place, but if you do have a um if you do have a question for Sarah, please do use the fresh bars. Uh that that's keeps my questions kind of in order here so I can yeah, please do use the channel points and uh we'll we'll get to your questions and thank you. Uh, for that, uh, Kendall, I don't know how to say that, but thank you and welcome. <laughs> but how long have you been playing drums? That's the question. And I know that's we're the just, question. Well, I know we were just talking about dicks, but like, yeah, <laughs> we, how long have you been playing drums? I didn't know you played drums. Uh, I don't play drums. <laughs> oh, good, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but um, I have actually played. I have actually done backup at, at on drums yeah. um, in high school. Um, with a rock band, and that was when I um, found out that I am horrible at drums. <laughs> hey, that, but that, yeah. hey, at least you know now. At least you know, and I and know you can. Yeah. You never have to pursue that again. Um, oh, the silence noise has a question, and, and I, I just did you or did you not just complain about dick pics while also soliciting a picture of crow boats balls in a DM? <laughs> That was actually true. I can't believe that he would say that. But um, Dude, I'm hearing yes. him in the background so cackling. I need to explain this. I need to explain this. So <laughs> this is a lot to explain. Fuck sake, how am I gonna get out of this? So um, so I have a friend who is also a, a streamer. He is called Crowboat. So go follow him if you like retro games and completely insane people. Um, so Crowboat is somebody who sends me and all of his friends. Pictures of his testicles. <laughs> That's what he does. He legit, he gets drunk off of whiskey or something and he will t- send you a picture of his balls. <laughs> and he will send you that. And sometimes he will even ask you and be like, hey, do you want to see my balls? And you'll be like, uh, no, but also you won't. And he will be like, I will. <laughs> you won't. Oh, yes, I will. And then he will send you a picture of his balls. Um, so fast forward, I started a group chat with um, on Discord yesterday night with all the most offensive people that i know so we could have cards against humanity nights gaming nights and, and jackbox nights and Jack, jackbox nights um and i invited crow and i told the group who none of them know each other so i was like crow will show you his balls so please crow show him show them your balls so that's the yeah, i know that's that's yes that that's well thank you i appreciate that that was uh that was that was good that was good i I, I didn't really have nothing to respond to that so i pushed the button i'm sorry i yeah i know i like it but no i (laughs) but but what what do you think is what what do you think compels people do you really do you think that when people are trying to send you these these pictures of their body do you think that that this is in their head do you think they're just like she's gonna take one look at this pic and me and her are gonna be together forever. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. What do you have? You ever even thought about like what compels people I have. to? That's why do I alcohol? look at their profiles. 
alcohol. That's like why I look at their right, profiles. Right. Like every time I get that, I click on their profile profile to try to understand yeah. who is this person, what do they do, and why are they doing this? Like what right. type of person would do this? I legit never understood it. Uh, I think I th I don't know. Like once actually an underage kid sent me the dick uh, I mean it blocked him. I was like, ah, this is this is I'm not going to jail. Allegedly, like, allegedly, 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 uh, allegedly, allegedly, an underage kid. Like, help me, help me. Like, I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing. But I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I in their heads probably it's what you said. They send you a dick pic and you're like, wow, and then send a dick pic back or something. <laughs> I should do that at some point. But I just, I just, I just don't react to it at all. I ignore it because on Instagram, from people that you don't know, you have to accept yes. the request. Right. So I don't even accept it because that will just start a conversation and I don't want that. So I just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, I should send a dick pic back. Thank you for that yeah. follow, Tam One Wolf. I appreciate that. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for that host as well. Or yes, that host. I appreciate that. It's just it's so weird that it it it's like for me. I get like people mad at me for for having guests on or something. So like for me, it's like it's not dick pics, but it's like visceral hatred written in in text. So it's just like I can't believe you did that. So really. Well, sometimes That's I have. Interesting. Man, Do you have like controversial people on sometimes? My friend who voted for Trump. Ah. My friend who voted for Trump and is a Trump supporter, and I can, I, yeah. I, I give him a platform from the to run his his Trump, uh, um, you know his Trump. Um, uh, what do you hell propaganda? And, and yeah. everybody gets mad, and then now I'm a white supremacist. I am, so. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, duh. Duh, I, I'm, a, I'm a Latino man, so of course I'm a white supremacist. It's Of course. It Actually, I have, I have this question. Sure. So I have this question because Please. I always have this question. Oh, no. I am so confused about this. I have. I'm so confused about this. This now goes into political stuff, too. Yeah, Wazi. Kind of, uh, sorry, so, Wazi. If you're not comfortable, I'm, you can come back later. No, it's all good. It's just a question. I have a question about this. So, in America, this is this is in America. Mm -hmm. Latinos are not considered white. They're considered people of color, and that impl that implies Mexicans. You know, just everybody who is from South America. Right. But then on Twitter. They do not consider Portuguese, Spanish, and Italians. They don't consider them Latinos. They consider right. them white. That makes no sense to me. Right. As a European, that makes zero sense to me. I, I could see what it. it. Because because like, the languages that you're talking about, those countries all come from Latin, right? Like, is, yeah, uh, they the, all like right. yeah. The, so so why when their roots, right? Yeah. So and and those languages made their way over to South America and Mexico, and, and as the as the conquerors came over and, and laid their seeds. Um, yeah, yeah, and that, they, they, I, I see what you're they have the same. They they talk the same languages right. and stuff. They look the same. Like some, yeah, Mexicans some. and span and Spanish people are very similar. Mm. Um, obviously, 
because it's it's a heritage, just like Brazilian people look very similar to Portuguese people. Um, and I am Portuguese, so you know, I you know, I know that. So it's it's like, why is a Brazilian person considered a person of color, but a Portuguese person isn't? But then a, a Mexican is considered a person of color, but a Spanish person isn't. And it's like, I don't understand the the whole. But that's only in America. Like that's a weird thing in America, where it's, where it's like, what? It, I don't understand this whole like. The whole like race thing in like in in regards to that actually so i don't really i don't know uh, well <laughs> it's it's just one of those things that um, uh, it's just one of those things that just happened i guess i don't know it, it, i really don't know what the answer to that is i i guess you would have to like <laughs> really dig into that but but all i know is that latino is now not even good enough for the the general population of people let's just say that are descendant from the south america from mexico to the yeah. south america you know that's what's considered even cubans and, and puerto ricans get lumped into it so it's a lot of different people and groups yeah, and ethnicities exactly. get lumped into it uh, yeah. all i know is that they're changing it into latin x because of the of the way that latino um it pushes the male because you know how like they're at the end of the at the end of the word o or uh indicates gender yeah. right so like yeah. uh mijo or mija is like my son yeah. my daughter yeah. Niño, niña. yeah exactly yeah. so same so, in portuguese nina menino yeah <laughs> why are crazy american people on twitter like this yeah well that that's exactly what's <laughs> happening so like a small group of people here who are sick of the of the of the you know the patriarchy of of the of the latin culture which again we're talking about just the south american mexico down to south yeah. america screw you spain and portugal sorry yeah. you're out uh yeah so i you know i don't know but like here in america we like to make little fun traps for ourselves like like the foot first meter thing you know like why are we still doing it why can't we just get on board with the rest of the world and just go to meters you know yeah it is we like to do that we like to do these little like mind fuck things where we uh you know we just we we just enforce these really weird rules. It's really confusing to me. Yeah. Sometimes it's that's confusing. Right. But yeah. that's like a side thing that I was thinking about just now. Just whatever. That is weird, though. <laughs> I've never thought about it in that right. respect. And, and in, in, in the respect that I think that if you did try lumping uh, Latinos, like Span Spaniards and Portuguese, I think if you did try to do that, they'll try to say that's like a European... Uh, that's just more of that uh, European um, uh, what conqueror type thing, you know, like it, it would almost be an insult to Latinos oh. here in America or, you know, uh, over on this side of, of the pond because of you're referring to the you would try to lump in these white European conquerors who came over and, and ruined right, their right, beautiful right. life as natives. I mean, of course, and it's 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 the thing is like in Europe, everybody is, of course, the same shade, too. And and, you know the yes. culture is all the same too right exactly Never mind that there's yeah. like different cultures but oh but yeah. yeah in europe actually that's a thing like portuguese Sp spanish people and italians they're all considered the latin latin people of europe you know and then well, people like germans and swedish people and stuff like that are considered the the white like because they're in the north and mm. they're the skin color is different obviously right, right, like right. it's but um yeah, but whatever. I'll just, I just, I just thought about that. Anyways, uh, hi. Hello. <laughs>
So tell me about uh, your music career. I mean, like you've had this insanely uh, illustrious career, and now you're on Twitch. But uh, yeah, tell me what what. When did you start getting into music? When did you start playing? Uh, do you come from a musical family? Um, not really, not really. Although my mom used to pretend to get piano lessons from my dad to sneak into his place but <laughs> but they did not play piano ah. um so <laughs> but uh other than that um i started playing keyboard when i was around five years old but i never had i come from a poor family and um i never had money for things like you know music teachers or something that's a freaking luxury you know yeah. um so i never had really teachers or anything like that um, for music and um, so I didn't really learn it properly and then in Portuguese school you do um, you do have to have um, music as a subject mm. in school for like I think three years or something so there I learned like the very basics of note reading and, and all those things and um, yeah I think I have very late I started with the saxophone I was already in college when I started and um, I wanted to buy the saxophone from a professional and he came and wanted to sell me that saxophone and um, he heard me play and he was like, why the fuck are you not a musician? <laughs> um, and we just, he just basically hired me and we started touring together and I was very fortunate in that uh, regard because I didn't have to go do the whole busking and um, you know, mediocre gigs and deal with all of that because I was with an implemented band and with professionals that already were, you know, had a name for themselves. Right. So I was very, very lucky in that regard. So that's how I started doing music full time, basically. And then I, I was studying um, art history and philosophy. But I ditched that because I was like, I'm going to start a music career. Yo, that, <laughs> that, that's awesome, though, that you were able to sort of forego that whole, like, um, the, you know, the, the process. Because I I, yeah. I mean, me as a musician, it was just this long, just arduous upward climb up this mountain with boulders yeah. and shit flying down at me. Mostly boulders yes. there that I set myself. Uh, but it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, but it's like... Uh, it was it was a long road for me and it i really yeah. i think it I, I think it's awesome when people get to forego like that so so then did you just pick up quickly is is that is does it just come pretty naturally to I you i did you're yeah. natural um the saxophone for me is like i always say this to people who also um or this every every instrumentalist i guess has that feeling there's this one instrument that is kind of like part of you like it's, mm. it's that it kind of clicks and the saxophone was, with, was like that with me. It just clicked. Like I started playing it and I was like, holy shit, this is, I have been waiting for this my whole life. And, um, yeah, I was crazy though. Like I, um, nothing obviously got handed to me, but I am a very quick learner, but also I am an extreme perfectionist and I am a workaholic. So I would practice eight plus hours every single day until wow. like, did you watch whiplash? Uh, no. 
Okay, well, so there's a there's a there's a moment where um, the drummer practices so much he he starts bleeding from his hands and stuff. Like that was me. I started bleeding from my hands and stuff from from pressing too much and stuff Whoa. like that. But I would just go. I would continue going. I would practice like a maniac and be super technical. At some point, I at some point actually there was audience that came to me and said, "Sarah, you are playing too technical and too like fast and stuff, like too jazzy." Yeah. It's not really emotional anymore. It's just really technical. <laughs> and notes. so I had to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I started not practicing as much. And now I don't practice at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It, it, like Twitch is my practice, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, there just becomes this point when you're. Um when you're practicing so much that you can like lose touch with the feel of it and it, yeah. and it just becomes notes and it's like oh i know all these different avenues that i could take like i can play yeah. you know this scale over this this you know e flat seven sharp eight you know over sharp 11 whatever yeah. it is i can play this yeah. scale over it. and you're just you're you're technically your mind's moving so quickly that sometimes you just lose the feel of it and that's yeah. what i loved about um Miles Davis as a as a as a trumpeter but that's what I loved about Miles Davis is that his notes were always so choice and they were just always so yeah. well placed you know and he could yeah. he could rip and he could shred and he could do the all that yeah. stuff yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> to all that but uh but but he would always be able to do it in a way that was telling a story or singing a song in a in a sense you know that's what i learned too and after a while i actually um, started believing that and actually believing that myself, um, which I kind of learned from the old Coltrane. Yeah. Um, not the new, the, the, the young Coltrane was very technical and I did not like him very much. I never really liked him, uh, the young Coltrane, but the old Coltrane just does sound Yeah. like he legit with his sax. He just does like, just like miles kind of, you know, mm -hmm. miles in the eighties too. Like he yeah. would, he would do kind of sounds and 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 obviously go with the times and stuff. And Coltrane was like that too. He just made sounds and he was not technical at all anymore. And that's that's when I kind of I kind of with all of that process, I understood that what's important in music is sound mm -hmm. and is the dynamic of emotions and not the dynamic of how many fucking notes can I play over this fucking chord? Yes. Like <laughs> nobody cares. But um and that's how I play nowadays. I just do a lot of just sounds and effects. And I'm a very effectful player. Like I will just sometimes just do effects and technically there's not a lot going on. And I kind of lost the technicality. I can still shred, but obviously when you don't keep up with the, you know, with the, like with the crazy yeah. stuff, then you kind of lose it. But I don't think I need it to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. It's just for flexing basically. It's like hike. <laughs> I can play really fast. <laughs> Look yeah. at my dick. It's really big. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. And uh, I can see that point. I, I wish I could get to that point where I, I could just yeah. whip my dick out. But that's not me. That's not me. I don't, I have like one, I have like one run on the keys that, that, that is my whole career. That's like my whole career yes. is this one run yes. on the keys that people just can't get enough of. And I just stick to the script that's it yep. and then everything else is me trying to like play pretty and uh, yeah and then of course i mean there, every musician has like what maybe five licks they do but in <laughs> like even if you are a 
uh, like a crazy jazz musician or something, you have those five licks, mm-hmm. your five licks, but just in all t- 12, you know, keys. Right. But like, it's just those five. Right. Like, let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just different little ways of presenting them. It's, yeah. It's very- <laughs> It's very, it's, it, but you know, like people make whole careers on that, which is really interesting. And yeah, why true. not? Why not? You know, like you, you got, you got to, oh, you love talking about Kenny G? No, I don't. I oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? I'm not a big fan of Kenny G because, um, I mean, a lot of jazz musicians aren't fans of Kenny G. Yeah. Um, I, I am not a, I, I don't hate Kenny G because there's a lot of jazz musicians who hate Kenny G just for the fact that he, um, made it. just because he made it like jazz jazz people jazz musicians are in general very very mad at people that make it Mm. um especially in the music world especially when it is from with mainstream because for them it's like a sellout (laughs) and kenny g made it with smooth jazz which you know the real elite jazz doesn't like um but i'm not a fan of his music but I really respect that an instrumentalist has made it in these years, like in the 90s, 2000s. And still nowadays, people talk about him. Mm-hmm. It's 2021. And people talk about him as an instrumentalist. And I really respect that. And and that's a, a, a big goal. Like, I don't like his music, but I think that's very awesome. Because nowadays, you only talk about people like... Ariana Grande, like singers, vocalists, right. superstars, but he's an instrumentalist. Like right. not even, I, I feel like not even a lot of people know about Santana anymore. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. It's, it's just cool that he's, uh, that people in the mainstream know of this instrumentalist. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and people can hate on Kenny G all they want, but I mean, nothing, you can't ignore the fact that what you're saying is that he is legendary he has a legacy and he's killing yeah. it and he's still killing it and yeah. he could still sell tickets if we could go to concerts and yep, be- yes <laughs> so it, that's why because I, I stopped that sellout shit because I, I feel like that's a very i think feel like that's a young man's game or a young person's game you know just like yeah. oh you can't sell out it's like now it's like it's like yo i would love for some commercial to come buy my music and pay me money to play my music in their commercial Someone come yeah. and sell this bitch out. Come on. I'm here. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. It, it, but I think that's just something that goes with time. And plus the, the industry is sort of changed now because there used to be this, it seemed like there was this path to, you know, rock stardom and then riches and fame. And now it's none of that really, you know, like there's just, no. you can be like a rapper or, or Ariana Grande or Justin Bieber. And there's only so many slots they, that, that could be filled with those, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, the it's industri- a cutthroat industry. Yeah, it's only gotten more cutthroat with just how we're able to distribute music, and, you know. And, of course, because and, we're so many. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I don't know, like, how do you, uh, how are you seeing how this whole uh, music industry is going? Like, where, where do you see it going with like streaming and stuff? Do you, do you see it getting better? Do you see, do you see musicians getting paid more or, or how do you see it going forward? Oh, I don't know, to be honest with you, because things are up in the air. I do believe that things like DMCA and copyright will get sorted out at some point. And mm. at some point it needs, it has to be sorted out yeah. because the, the world is only getting more digital and, and more, and, you know, more online. So that will be a thing at some point for sure. How long it's going to take, I obviously don't know, but um, DMCA and copyright won't be 
as big of an issue. Now, the, the question is, will it be in favor for the artists or in favor for the mainstream, you know, or the listeners? Um, and I pretty much believe that it will be in favor for um, the listeners more than anything, because you have things like platforms like Spotify, which don't pay anything to the artist. I mean, how are you even expecting Spotify to be able to pay anything if you pay like $10 a month and you can listen to pretty much every single fucking album that it, there is, you know? Right. In a month, you can listen to so many albums where you would pay if you would buy the CD, actually. The CD alone, just from one artist, would already cost $15. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how are you going to pay all those artists? Um, and Spotify is a, is a joke in terms of how they pay the, the, the artists that are on, on it. Um, and that's not only Spotify. That's, you know, iTunes. iTunes is a little better, though. But, yeah, I think it will go more in... in into the 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 road of how Spotify is managing it. Basically, yes, artists are probably going to get paid, but just less than they should, if yeah. that makes sense. So basically, the Spotify instead of the iTunes, you know, does that make sense? I don't yeah, know if I'm well, explaining yeah, it, right. it just sounds like the way from what I gather, it just sounds like artists are going to get paid less and less as as things get more sorted yeah, but out. Yeah, they're probably going to get paid at least. You but know? Yeah, exactly. But still, but still, that's not that's not that's not the ideal, obviously. Right. Um, especially because art in general, any artist in general, is just considered not really. You know, the 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 whole thing, the whole like phrase get a real job is still a thing you know yeah, for sure so uh, unless that mentality ever changes which i don't think will change in the next probably let's say 200 years yeah. <laughs> um then until then art is not because art kind of people kind of lost respect for art you know absolutely like i i've in 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 antique greek or roman time like an artist was a highly respected person and an artist was somebody who um who had a lot of knowledge too they were also mathematicians or physicists or whatever you know there were intelligent people right. and intel intellectual people and they were you know seen as these highly um praised people and there is actually um i learned this there's actually um some countries that still practice this I um, met Paki, um, Pakistani musicians that I played with. Mm -hmm. And back where they came from, they were considered really high, um, highly intellectual, awesome people. They were paid a lot, you know, but obviously by, by you know, rich people. Mm -hmm. And um, that type of mentality doesn't exist. Like a musician is like you or a, a, a painter or anything. All of those people... Um, all artists are kind of nowadays a uh, connotation to being poor, you know? It's like, oh, it, and there's a million jokes about that too. It, and mm -hmm. it's just a mentality thing. The mentality switched so much on on, um, on art, I guess. Maybe also because more people are artists now. And maybe, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, un unless that mentality changes, I don't think that being an artist is ever going to be um lucrative <laughs> <laughs> all respect yeah. is lost we can't play live shows but twenty five thousand could go to the super bowl yeah 
Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I agree with you so much. And I actually talk about that a lot on, on the show, especially here in America, where it's when you look at the things that get cut from schools, like art is so low on the uh, on the on the totem that that they that art is the first things that they take out of our education system here. Yeah. You know, it's the first thing to go. It's not profitable. That's horrible. It is, and when you're talking about an entire nation that just has come, just got out of this, you know, and I think the whole world suffered from that 2009 financial crisis. But like yeah. when you look at like how far we kind of came, and now it's kind of all getting shut down. Uh, it, I don't know, man. It, it's it's really weird when you look at it with an entire nation when you're like cutting out an entire subject of art what that does yeah. to an entire society. I mean, the silence noise knows about this. When you look at like the stuff that happened in Detroit and 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 how all these clothes were, these schools were closing and stuff like it, it's same thing that happened in Toledo. The Midwest in America was hit really hard, but there is this mentality is like get rid of art. Your parents are always telling you like make sure you go to college so you can get a real job. And, and yeah. because when you're be a doctor right, or whatever, right? Because when you inevitably fail as an artist, you'll have something to be fall back on and be miserable like me. So go yeah. ahead and and and, and <laughs> go to college and learn that degree thing that has nothing to do with yeah. what you're interested in. And it's like it just there's so many things that are sort of up against up-and-coming artists especially in america that uh, that i'm surprised anybody gets through i mean when you people people's idea of success as an artist is like you're on the cover of rolling stone magazine or you're you know you're i don't know what success is or yeah. I, I would say a marker used to be mtv and rolling stone magazine but i don't even know yeah. what the marker is anymore i'm fucking old yeah and mtv is not, not really a thing anymore <laughs> either they do shows now yeah like, <laughs> no one cares about mtv as a music uh, outlet yeah it, you know it i don't know man it, it's a very confusing thing it's like we revere artists when they do find success you know but yeah but then we push everybody down who's trying to come up it's like the only way that you can be a successful artist is if you're well known and rich it's the, the thing yeah. is that i think we just need to shift the focus and be like hey this is a very possible career path. Here are some options. It's like if you want to be a singer, there's like a lot of things you can do with that and maybe change the idea of like we're not trying. I mean, maybe fame is ultimately what you want, but you have to support yourself to get there. And like we, we should be teaching yeah. our, our youth like, hey, here is the path forward. The things that we had to learn the hard way should be something that is offered, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like you should know how to do it. You should know how to file your taxes too when you leave high school, by yeah. the way. I feel like that's a, a nice and prerequisite. That's, that's, that's the thing that I talk about this a lot, actually. It's the problem is that everybody is, everybody is a rock star nowadays. Right. Like we are in this individualist which is good on one hand you know everybody is their own person and everybody's an individual and, and all those things and everybody's unique but on the other hand that also brings things like everybody's a rock star and everybody is unique and everybody is special and everybody you know you see that in in very mundane things like Fortnite, for example when you play Fortnite, if you survived for 60 seconds you get a medal and stuff like that like you get <laughs> things are popping up and you get like prices mm -hmm. like prizes and stuff like you get you will get rewarded constantly for stupid shit right. like wow you survived for 60 60 seconds here's a fucking medal and you're like wow what the fuck like what is <laughs> what, what is special. happening 
You know what I mean? And, I and that's not only that's in school systems. That's also like that now. It's like, oh, you're not third. You're just, you know, or you're not, you're not fourth. You're, you're, or last. No, you're fourth or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody's fourth. Nobody's right. last. Like right. things like that. And, and, and that's good because it, it, it tries to, um, you know, work on self-esteem of the ki of kids and, and generations. But at, on the other hand, everybody believes they can be a rock star. They are a rock star, but nobody really teaches about how difficult it is to even get there. Because if you want to be a legit rock star, you have to sell your soul. Like you do have to sell your, 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 your creativity and you have, and that's okay. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean that selling your soul is a bad thing. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, people think it's a bad thing, but um, selling out is not a, like you said, is not a bad thing, but you do have to sell out. You sometimes have to give up um, certain things that you like, or you have to like people who are legit rock stars, they have to eat right. You know, they have to look right. They have to always have the same look. Um, I, they have to sing right. They have to do tours. Even they have to work constantly. They have to be, um, they have to be coached and, and you can't really, most of them, most of them can't even really write their own songs or if they want to experience, which I believe a lot of, a lot of those musicians want to experience something different. And I know of a lot of musicians who do one genre but they don't really like that genre. They're actually something else. Like how many people are actually country singers? Like for example, Miley Cyrus is actually a country um, musician. Ta Taylor Swift is a country musician. They do pop though. Mm. Um, and there's so many people where you know, oh, they're actually a jazz musician or they're actually this or that, but they do pop or they do folk or they do what, whatever they were put into, into this box from their managers. And I actually, before I started Twitch, right before I started Twitch, I was going to sell out myself and I was going to, to sign a contract with a producer slash, slash manager. Um, and he said, one of the first things we got to um, agree on is what, what, what hair color you're going to have for the next five to 10 years, <laughs> because I like to change my hair color all the time. You know, I like to have blue and red and blonde and then black and then brown and then whatever, right? Yeah. Purple. It doesn't matter. Um, but he said, one of the first things we got to settle is what is your hair color for the next five to 10 years, you know, and things like that. And then obviously, you know, other people write the songs for me, although I'm very capable of writing my own songs. Um, but other people do it and you're going to do a genre that I didn't really like. Um, but this is a genre that is, you know, accredited to me and the, the genre that should be, um, that a thing for me, because that's what makes the money. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, you, so the all also even getting there, that is like, and even only having that opportunity, I'm talking about things that you have to give up, but even to get to be offered that opportunity, you have to work so much. You have to have had so many years of busking, of playing shitty gigs or being on the internet I don't know, recording YouTube videos with three views or something, you know what I mean? Or, or being now on Twitch is also a, a great, a great platform for, for musicians and, and artists. And it's just a lot. You have to give a lot and a lot of mental health, a lot of time, a lot of unpaid time. Um, and you don't even get good money for it. So it's like, is it really worth it? Yeah. And most people don't even get the opportunity offered of, um, 
even selling your soul. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it does. And it, it's just so much work. And, and is it even worth it? That's why. That's why everybody thinks being a rock star or like becoming a rock star is so easy, and and everybody wants it because nobody talks about how fucking hard it is. You yeah. know? Yeah. Super taxing. I mean, just going on a regular tour is 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 so taxing. Yeah. Just just riding in a van for eight hours you know stopping every couple hours or whatever to stretch your legs and then you get to some venue oh mum jazz thank you so much for that subscription i appreciate that that is so kind of you um here let me give you some of this there you go get some air horn for that uh it the, the idea of just like riding in a van all day and oh i see rain and mystique thank you for gift subbing that to mum jazz <laughs> i gotta get better at this <laughs> Um, man, she's spitting straight facts. I agree, Scribloid. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're in a van all day, and, and, and you yeah. get to a venue, and then you got a sound check, and then you're just standing around until you got to play. And you have then, 10 minutes to eat your dinner. Yeah, yeah. Here's your food. Hurry up. And then, and then yeah, you Yeah, hurry play. up. And then you, you play, and then obviously people want to talk to you, and then you... you you get to your hotel room at what three a.m. in the morning, four a.m. But you have to get up at eight a.m. Right. because and your your next gig is right. five hours drive away again. And, yeah. yeah, you know it's yeah. a oh tours are fun. Yay, <laughs> love tours. Let me see if this works. No, tours are act. They can be fun. No, I love you know? touring. Tours can be fun. They can be but fun, but they are very exhausting. Yes, yes, it's a taxing thing, and and I think yeah. I think you're you're the way that you sort of laid it out is how people should be told. When they're coming to somebody like, hey, mom and dad, I want to be an actress. It's like, okay, well, let's figure this out. You know, like they, we should be able to to explain to them. And like, this is not just you go to Hollywood, you show up and hey, I'm here now make me famous. It's yeah. it's like there's a process to it. And it's hard. And and I do understand why people get all you know weird about their parents, especially when parents are like, uh, you know, maybe you should figure something out that's a little bit more, yeah. you know, uh, accommodating to life. But it's it, if we sort of were able to, I don't know, I don't know how you would even teach this, but in a way to be able to explain that it is a very possible thing. And if you want to be, I think this is. Go ahead, please. It, it's, sorry, sorry. No, it, I, I think. I think this is on the 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 famous people and celebrities themselves. Mm. Because they don't really talk about, they don't talk a lot about, or or not themselves, maybe the way they are portrayed, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe the media, I don't know. But the way they are portrayed is like, everybody gets famous from day to night. It's yeah. like, all of a sudden, this person is famous. They didn't even do anything for it, you know? Right. And that's obviously not true. Most of these people, most of, most of celebrities have tried for years and years and have been working for years on whatever they do, you know, mm. um, some reality, reality is stars or something. They're, they're actually musicians or something, you know, and they just are trying, you know? Um, but yeah, I think that's on the celebrities or on the media or on the manager of the celebrity or, or whoever um, to portray and, and just show, Hey, I didn't just get famous. Like, there's a lot of work right. behind all of this, you know? Yeah. And the, and there's also this worship of fame, you know, like this, this whole, so whole, what? This whole, like, you know, we, we, we worship these people. We put them up, we, we put them up on this pedestal 
And it's like they're just people who who was eating yeah. out of eating old Chinese food that was left over from last week, you know, just two years ago. They were they were eating shit just like you were, but now yeah. they they got lucky and they had the talent to back it, and now here they're at. You know, they got here, but they but you're right. They don't show this journey of like what what it means to to be an actor to go study acting and to go grind it out and to go to auditions and and the rejection that goes involved and is the mental health and and the 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 things that you have to give up about yourself to take on a role it's like these these scruples that you have to overlook your own personal scruples or it's like i I don't want to get naked on film but do you want to be famous it's like well yeah i want to be famous yeah whip them out you know it's like It, it, there's so much involved in it, and there, I just think that there has to be a better way to convey that to an upcoming generation. That you know, you can do these things, and and please do do them. Um, but it's like, hey, it's not easy. You know, it's not. It's it not, comes with a price, and it comes with a huge price, a heavy yeah. price. And, and, and I mean, like touring around, and I, I have to leave my family. I hate. I hate leaving my family. I don't like it. It's. Yeah. It's like the worst part about it is having to go and fly. And I always have these like horrible visions of me like dying in a plane crash or my stu- <laughs> my asshole Eddie, the lead singer, driving like a maniac on, on the on the five in California, yeah. like running into people like I, I just have all these horrible visions of me dying and my son growing up without a father just because I had to pursue this selfish dream of going and being a, a rock star, which ugh, I don't yeah. think I even want to be a rock star. Well, I know I don't want to be a rock star. I think that sounds awful. I, I, I wouldn't mind being able to play to a crowd. But that's what's cool yeah. about Twitch, you know, like uh, uh, being able to like my of course, like like for, for my dream as a musician coming up was like being able to play in like markets all around the country and people come to your show and hang out. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so interesting about Twitch is that it's it is that. But it, I mean, it's not. But without all the traveling and the yeah. back aches and the in the and the visions of death and without the 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 rejection too (laughs) or maybe the rejection is different but Mm. i don't say if you grow up as a musician on twitch i think you you don't have to deal with rejection as much because as a touring musician or gigging musician you have to deal with rejection every single day and it's like Maybe ten percent of mm. of of the of the hundred percent you put in, and you know, booking of oh god, booking. I hate booking. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it, we all hate booking. All like hate we it. all hate booking because like ninety percent is legit. Just no, or just no answer, or your music sucks, or we're not interested, or <laughs> you know. And I don't think that people who, as musicians, grow up on Twitch, they don't really experience that, which is good, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Which is good, but at the same time, I'm a, I'm a little salty to be honest. It's like, oh, you don't have to go through all the shit that I right. had to go through, you know? Right. Or like, you just showed like, oh, up. You and suck. People- <laughs> you just you you just you you just you know you're just a nice person, and you don't have to deal with rejection, and you're not bitter about it. So you know you're just playing on Twitch for in front of hundreds of people. Good for you, dude. I, I kind of, <laughs> but for real. But I feel like I feel like that kids should have to. F- feel some of that bitterness and rejection. I mean, it kind of goes back to this whole, like, we got to yeah, make I sure agree. no one feels any pain. No one feels bad. Yeah. No one, everybody gets a trophy. It, it, you Everybody's know, it's, fourth. Every, 
Yeah. It, 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 like, I really do think that, like, that, that, that kids do need to show, see some kind of adversity. Adversary? Adversity? Is that right? Yeah. Adversity? No. Um, I don't. Anniversary. Ob- obstacles? Yeah. <laughs> they should be facing some kind of obstacles in life because it's yeah. not, because the reality of, the reality of the world is not safe places and it is starting uh-huh. to become like that and I'm, it's not that i'm against you know people not getting their feelings hurt but i do feel like that there is this sort of weakness that comes with um not having your soul crushed you know, a few times yeah. you know in life like and not going over the edge a few times with whatever it is you're doing whether it's drugs and alcohol or or sex or whatever it is is like going over yeah. the edge which i'm not saying everybody go out and go over the edge with drugs and alcohol but i'm just saying that there are some things that come along Along with that some life lessons that are so important yeah. that come with that and sort of forgo that and to, to like take that out of the equation I feel like that's why we're having all these issues with people now you know like with, with people not yeah. you know especially with mental health and when you see the rise of mental health and how it correlates with social media and then it, yeah. it, it's it's oh god why shut up Oh, I have that all the time too. What the like, fuck? it's like fucking computer streaming. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Stop, stop that. I could be wrong, but it seems with COVID and platforms like Twitch has seen a, a change in how entertainment, etc., is evolving and changing and reaching new audience. Yeah, absolutely. To to some extent, but it's just the other way of squeezing artists as well. There is a large opportunity, but it's so much more random. Discoverability is terrible, and you need to invest hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars just to begin. Are you talking about Twitch? Or are you talking about? Are you talking about just real life gigging and, and playing? No, and, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Twitch or online. You know, just music, just streaming in general. general. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and I get that. I, I get that too. Because right at the beginning of the pandemic, there was so like me and my wife got into it, and we saw how expensive it gets to do it. Nice. Yeah. You know. And, uh, you know, I'm telling all my friends, all my, like, my my friends who are unemployed pay, it's out in San Diego in Southern California, like, hey, dude, get get on Twitch, man. It's yeah, cool. Just, just just go do it. And, like, and then I'll, to the point where I was like, I can't believe they're not on Twitch. Fucking loser. But then <laughs> when you think about it, it's like, this is not for everybody. This is not the platform. No. Like, like, my buddy who's a bass player is kind of awkward. And, and that can work, right? But, like... He's he's too awkward to a point where it's, he's yeah. not great at talking to people. He's not great at yeah. just handling all of that. So I could see how that aspect could be overwhelming. But then on top of that, like Silence Noise was saying, you have to invest thousands of dollars just to get into the yeah. game and, and to do it nice, especially to be competitive. Um, you know, but but it's really interesting too. You know, I love that. You, uh, it was one of the music exposed, and you and Silence were having a, just sort of the in, intro conversation, and you made a really good point about how there's a there's really amazing uh, musicians on Twitch who are um, just incredibly talented and and came from a gigging IRL life, yeah, and brought like that magic and stuff here, and then on the other side of the spectrum, there are people who would not, would not make one dollar playing yeah. on stage 
um, in, in the real world, but on Twitch, they kind of have a home and, and they can, and they can even build a community depending on their thing. And, and that, and that really resonated with me because that's exactly what I thought when I first got on. I was like, how does this person have like 50 people just hanging out with them? Like yeah. the, the stream quality is crappy. Like they're not singing in key. And it's just, yeah. and, and then you hear them talk and then you hear them like hanging out and then you're like, oh, I see. Uh, how do you feel about that? Because I, I don't really remember what your feelings on that that thought of, especially as someone coming from a gigging and professional gigging life, what is your thoughts on people who sort of are finding their way on Twitch and maybe they just sort of wandered on, they stumbled into it and they just, you know, they're just, they're not, they're not that proficient at their instrument or whatever they're doing. I mean, it's okay. Like, I mean, do what makes you happy. And if you have success with it, just, you know, roll with it. Um, I am just very picky about musicians, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, I am also like with who I work, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I, if, if I book gigs, um, then I want the best people, you know, the best people that I can afford. Let's say, <laughs> you know, sure, uh, sure. let's say, let's, let's, let's put it that way. Like the best people that I can afford, I want to have the best for that money that I can get. Um, so mediocre musicians, I'm like, oh yeah, good for you. You're doing this and you're still learning, you know, it's cool, you know, um, but I don't have to watch it. And sometimes, but this is the thing too. And I'm pretty sure you had this experience too. Sometimes you see mediocre bands or on stage and they're professionals, but they're cover bands or something, or they're, or they're, you know, they're, or they do originals. Um, but people are like, they don't see the, the audience doesn't see the difference between a really good band where sometimes you will see a really good band and you're like, why are the people like they're they're having the same enthusiasm for this really good band as they are having for the mediocre band? So it's like I think it's because just the mainstream audience, because they aren't really trained musically, they don't really care. As long as it's live music played, then it's fine. And I feel like on Twitch it's the same thing. You know, mm. it's like, oh, there's somebody playing live and they're doing this on the spot. I'm happy with that. You know, I don't I they're the standards are not very high and that's OK. Mm. You know, that's just you just I feel like with with time, I learned that um, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. And it goes back to what we said in the beginning um, where it's like it's it doesn't matter if you play a million notes over, you know, that one chord. It matters what emotion people get or mm -hmm. what you know and even if the you know the transmission of the of the emotions is is mediocre from the band it's still like live played and people are just happy with that and i think that's a thing on twitch too especially if you are somebody who's approachable or seems approachable and people like to hang out with you as a person then you know it doesn't really matter so yeah it's just it's just that the audience doesn't have high standards and it's okay like yeah. that's fine you know you yeah. just gotta learn from it as a musician and gotta be like maybe it's not about being perfect you know maybe it's not about being being the best or something it's it's about being personable or being reachable or you know what i mean or relatable or yeah. i think those things are more important especially on twitch you know or like on youtube or whatever yeah no, absolutely. Um, so, what 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 sort of got you into Twitch? I mean, you uh, you were 
I mean, as as far as I could tell, you were a successful jazz saxophonist, working, touring, doing your thing. What what got you sort of out of that realm and into Twitch? Or did you was there a time when you're sort of doing both, juggling both? Um, I was kind of doing both for three months. So I started on Twitch because I had a month where I only had two gigs in the in that month. Mm. And it wasn't the beginning of the month. So I was like, you know what? What do I do the rest of the month? I could either practice or I could t- try Twitch, you know? <laughs> so I tried Twitch. Um, How did you know about Twitch? Con- um, I am on Twitch for a long time, actually, already as a viewer, mm. because I uh, follow this uh, Let's Player who does horror games, and I love horror games, mm. uh, John Wolf, and he started on Twitch too. He's actually a YouTuber, but he does he actually streams more on, on Twitch now. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I basically made an account to be able to chat in his chat when he started it and stuff. And at some point I was like, why not stream, you know? And I had this idea before, uh, a few years before, but when I brought this up to my band and to other professional musicians, they were like, well, online musicians are all mediocre musicians. So why would you want to be on the same platform as them? <laughs> and up. I was like... <laughs> Because the idea is like, if you are a successful musician, you are touring and mm-hmm. you don't have time for, for online stuff right. and online content. You know what I mean? I do. That obviously nowadays, that idea switched. <laughs> but um, like five years ago, that was the idea. It was like, mm-hmm. why would you go online if right. you could just have a gig? And, you know, and wh- how would you have time if you are a touring musician and a gigging musician? You don't have time for that. So that means... If you have time for being on the internet, you're mediocre. Mm. <laughs> Does that make sense? I do. I so see like the lines. I see where they connect. Yeah, that's kind of like the idea. So I was like, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to start, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah. So I started way later when I didn't have that influence anymore. And, um, yeah, it's just I just played saxophone and started on Twitch like that. And three months later, I know that's crazy. Three months later, I was like... I'm going to do this full time. And I made enough money um, on Twitch already. So I was like, I'm just going to cancel all my bands and, you know, and the, the, all the contracts that I had and stuff and just do Twitch. Wow. (laughs) That's insane. By the way, um, I, you, you started telling us about you getting, um, you had a chance to sort of sell your soul. I was, what, I mean, you, I mean, obviously you didn't, uh, but yeah. but uh, what what so happened? Sold to Twitch instead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, I mean, I mean, get, this leads to Twitch. But uh, so I'm just curious, what what was it that didn't get you? Why didn't you sign that contract? Why didn't you try? Oh, because of Twitch, legit. It was legit Twitch. Yeah, wow. I, that was uh, around the same time, and I That's was like, tight. you know what? I could just do whatever in my own home from my own home. I don't have to deal with the anxiety of all of that and i can have all the hair colors that i want so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah which which i totally see i could totally see uh hey what's up def gun thanks for being here bad choice you sold your soul to twitch and then you just got uh, a heavily used silence oh uh who knits for who knits your chairs uh, a lot of people actually ask that, but um, this is like a, a, a mermaid blanket that I got for Christmas at some point from a friend. And I'm pretty sure it is from Wish or something, but <laughs> it's a mermaid blanket that legit only goes like on your 
on your legs. And it's like when I have a blanket on and I want to be cozy on the couch, I want a blanket where it can like snuggle into, right? Yeah. So it makes no sense to have it until your legs, like so stupid. Yeah. So I uh, put it on my chair because my chair is black and I like to wear black a lot. So I kind of disappear in the chair. So I was like, I just need a good background. So I use the use that. And <laughs> a lot of people ask about that, which is very interesting. Who makes that for you? Is that a tribute thing? Uh-oh, what's the F? Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I'm going to take that F as a F for you silence and not that my stream is falling apart. Cause mm -mm. that dropped, that dropped frame says You're zero, fine. baby. Um, yeah, the, this, I, it's really, it's really interesting that you decided that, that, that Twitch was like your thing. I, I respect that decision because like you could have easily been like, well, I see this clear path that this person is and which is not clear, by the way, those, those, those deals aren't always clear. Yeah. Um, but, but the, to walk away from that, to sort of pursue your own thing, I think that's a, a huge yeah. thing. Where, where does that come from? Do you have that? Do you, do you, uh, do you have that kind of integrity? Does that come from your mom or does that just come from you or your family? Or what, what does that come from? The integrity to sort of like just sort of push on with your own thing. I don't know, to be very honest. I'm a stubborn person. Yeah. I'm so stubborn. And this is very known about me from people that know me for a longer time. My first answer is no. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, legit, I'm so stupid that sometimes my my dad, for example, he will be like, do you need these? Do you need this box of tools? And I actually need it, right? <laughs> but my first answer is no, I don't need that. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who just likes to do stuff on my own. Or, and, and it's like, if I want that toolbox, I would ask you, you know, or I'll fuck by myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I I have a hard time being helped. I just have a hard time not, and I'm also a control freak. Like I already said, I'm a perfectionist. I'm also a control freak and I am a workaholic. So those three things together don't really go well together because <laughs> I could, I make my own life so much more difficult, like for no reason, for yeah. no reason like any moment that i could have taken advantage of for example being a woman or of my looks or i always walk away from that and take the most difficult road <laughs> just because i want to prove myself that i can fucking do it you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that that translates into work too like i will take on the most crazy projects or something but then the very simple stuff i'm not even interested in <laughs> and yeah it's just i'm just, it's i i sometimes i make my life difficult just because i i just don't want to rely on being a pretty woman or having it easy because i know somebody or something like i i that's and sometimes that's stupid you know sometimes that's really stupid because it makes my life really more difficult because some opportunities just fly by me because I just don't want them. If that does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, it's, it's really stupid. It's like kind of, it's kind of like I'm sabotaging myself. Hey, I'm really sabotaging myself. Basically. Hey, I, think, I just realized that <laughs> right here. You heard it here, folks, right here on stream. <laughs> Sarah self-sabotaging. 
Oh uh, no, I I do get it. I do get it. My Raina is kind of like that. She doesn't like the no, the the help thing. It's like I am. Look, yeah. look, Raina's giving you the fist right there. Yeah. Shut up, Raina. Uh, she she just can't. You know, she just won't ask for help. She just refuses, and then and then yeah, and and and, and it builds up, and it's and, and it gets intense, and then all of a sudden things start happening. And look, I'm not trying to throw my wife under the bus. It happens. People exist in the world that live like this. It's fine. It's just it's good that you it's see just it. Difficult. It is difficult. And the thing, the thing is also, I don't know if Raina is the same, but. For example, somebody will give me an idea and be like, hey, Sarah, I'll give you advice on this and that, right? You should, for example, just let's just give a stupid idea, right? No. Somebody is like, Sarah, I think you should should start wearing green, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just be like that. And I'll, my first answer is obviously no. no, you know, it's like no. <laughs> and then I go home, right? And I start thinking, should I start wearing green, you know? Wait. And then like... A few weeks, and I like it's like inception, you know. A few <laughs> weeks or a few months after, I'm like, I decided I'm gonna start wearing green, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. It needs to be as if it was my mm. idea, and I need to have marinated with it, you know, for enough time where I'm like, yeah, this is that is yeah, good yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to start wearing green more, you and know. And that's me. It's all me, <laughs> yeah. not you. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> Ray, yeah. <laughs> she she's not exactly like that. It's more like it's more like problem builds. She won't ask for help, and it's more like um, breakdown. Oh, what's happening? Why is everything happening like this? But she's much better at that now. And by the way, I'm not trying to throw my wife on the bus. She is way cooler at handling pressure and and change and all <laughs> that stuff than I am. She's a saint, and uh, she's amazing. So, uh, what is, what? <laughs> What is on Sarah's? Uh, what is on Sarah's shirt? What is that? Peep, that's also a thing. People always ask about the shirt. It's just a person eating jewelry. People want to know. People want to know. Yeah. Sending a shovel. Some people way. even ask if this is Justin Bieber. I don't know who this is. This is just a random woman. It's not Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's just a random woman who was eating jewelry for some reason. I don't fucking know. I just. You know, this this shirt was like $5, <laughs> I so like, I bought it. <laughs> it's a dope shirt. I, I'm, yeah, dude, because I'm a cheap bitch, you know? <laughs> but but I'm looking for like, my, my nephew gave me a Tommy Bahama shirt, and I don't know if you are familiar with that, but... Uh, it's, Tommy Bahama. It's it's the type of shirts that Charlie Sheen used to wear on um, on uh, that oh, show. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, I think nice. those are the. Oh my god, he gave me one. It still smelled like the the thrift store he bought it from. And by the way, that was my oh, Christmas my present. My Christmas present was from the thrift store. No, nice. but but it's all good. It was all good. <laughs> I'm not hating, uh, but I love it. You are kind of. I am. Cool. I am. I am shit talking a little bit, but that's all right. It's, <laughs> I, I think I gave him hey, a basket I, of fruit, I, so it's okay. I sometimes give gifts things from the thrift store. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You see, you don't know the whole story. He gave us a soda stream from the thrift store. He gave me like a suit, like a whole suit, like a oh, too big of a suit from the store. First of all, <laughs> a soda stream. I don't know if you know what a soda stream is. I but, know, I know, I know. Okay, who in the I hell? I would not buy that used. Who is using used soda streams? Nephew, yeah. who? Okay. Yeah. In any case, yeah, I'm putting them on blast. But 
I do love the Tom Bahama shirt, but I like those outrageous, stupid clothes that are cheap at the thrift store. So like, that was like the best thing he got. I was like, this is the best. Uh, I should have worn it today. Why didn't I? I don't know. Oh yeah, I know why. Because I haven't even showered yet today. So oh. I'm, st <laughs> I'm still wearing the clothes I was wearing yesterday. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's lovely. It's, 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 I've just been in technology all morning, so. Uh, in the techniques. In, yes, in the techniques. So, um, I, you know, like I only know you as Sarah Jazz, what, what you do now. Um, but someone told me that 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 this is something that's relatively new, like the, your variety stream. Where did you start as a variety streamer, or were you a, uh, or did you just play sax at the beginning? No, it's not really new, to be honest with hmm. you. I I try I change my content a little bit like in terms of it was always variety. Mm. Um the very beginning was just sax. Mm. Um but that was just a few weeks and then I started I I again perfectionist, you know, workaholic. Hey. Uh I looked at other mu uh, other music streamers, other the big streamers in general, just not only music, saw what they do mm. and was like, okay, I need to do more just chatting. I need to do more memes. I need to do more this and that, you know, and was trying to like study them and stuff. So that's what I started doing more. And in that process, I discovered a huge passion for comedy, <laughs> like a huge, huge passion. Mm. And um, I recall in, Friends and, you know, friends and family always told me I should be a comedian because my jokes are stupid, you know, and I always joke in real life. But I never really carry that over to to my career or to music or to the stage or something, mm -hmm. because, you know, I always thought my jokes. That's just me being I'm just a stupid person. Right. You know, I'm just a goofy person. So but um, so, yeah, I started really finding that passion for comedy. So that's what I started doing on Twitch more. Where it's like, and and that's basically now the kind of the roof of my channel. Mm. It's like, yeah, there is music and there is games and there's just chatting, but the roof has always comedy. You know, it always is about me not taking myself too seriously and saying stupid shit. Sometimes um, I do have like themes that I plan out in my head before, um, but it's mostly improvisation. But it was always always kind of variety mm. it was always the mixture of of those three because i very quickly understood that only music is only going to get me so far mm. on twitch you know yeah but yeah. Uh, at the same time doing variety on twitch is kind of like it's 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 channel suicide basically <laughs> because because people like again going back to what we were talking about people like to put you in a box mm. so one type of content is actually the more um the 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 smarter um way to go unless it's music because nobody watches musicians all the time like music streamers don't get that big mm. um at least when i started like the biggest music streamers were i think lara with like 800 viewers or something she was like mm. the biggest and now you have actually big music streamers like Orcapilot, Hallocene, and people like that. But when I started, music was like super tiny. So doing only music was for me wasn't interesting mm. because I was like, I will never get big with this. Right, 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 <laughs> and right. I want to get big on Twitch, you know? Right. Yeah. Did you uh 
now with with the character of Sarah Jazz and, and the thought jazz, I, I'm just curious on that and what, what where that came from. I mean, and I'm not judging at all. I, I, I just just know it's not coming from a place of judgment. I respect the shit out of what you do. Uh, Thank where, you. where did that come from? Where was the inception of that idea? Was that sort of was that a through line as well? from the beginning what do you mean the name or no well just the idea of like the the, the idea of thought you know the thought idea. oh the thought, the thought. oh yeah. i was like what i was sorry i was all in good mindset. Innocent mindset yeah the thought the thought thing so it started as a parody mm-hmm. right so i started again you know looking at oh thank you moving dutchman looking at all the people um that are popular on Twitch and I saw a lot of just chatting people and you know they were all you know boobies out (laughs) and and stuff like that and I was like wow this is working for them they're not (laughs) even doing anything and they have fucking 400 viewers like what the fuck you know yeah so I started I started making fun of that Mm. like very slowly and then I started doing cosplays mm. and I had so many viewers with cosplays and I was like, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm going to make fun of this. So I like started doing a parody and as with so many things, if you do things and parody things for too long, you kind of become that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just curious. Uh, like, did you did you get any blowback from any of your f- followers once you when you started doing it, or did you get any, or do you get blowback from anybody just from doing it in 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 the first place? Not really. The people that I had in in the original community in my original community are still there. They mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, People always found it hilarious. They, I mean, a lot of people don't understand that it's a parody or that it's me making, actually just making fun of those people, Mm. which, you know, at the same time, I kind of with time understood that those people try to, you know, and they have, they, they have feelings too. And, and, you know, at some point I actually understood that maybe I shouldn't make fun of them as much. And I kind of started having a soft heart. Um, But yeah, I don't, I mean, I just get the normal hate, I guess that people that do that get, get, you know, just people calling me names and stuff like that or saying, Oh, you only have views because of your boobs. And it's like most people actually who are VIPs in my chat came in thinking I'm just a booby streamer, but then they, stuck around for like 10 minutes or something and then they're like oh wait a minute you're oh you're making fun of that you're Mm. a parody you know and it's um yeah i don't i don't do it as much anymore unless it's like cosplays or something and i try I try to make fun of everything now. And it also it's getting old, like making fun of, of e-girls or, or thoughts. It's getting old. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just make fun of everything now, you know? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Everything's <laughs> up for grabs. But that's what I love about comedy. It's like one of the last places where you can actually like comment on things and 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 bring people together through laughter and like you know even if it's silly shit you know it's still it's like one of those last um last uh um art forms where people can really say some real shit 
And really, I feel like comedy is, can change people's hearts and minds about a certain subject as well. You know, like if someone can, if you go see a comedian who's talking about some, some really, you know, taboo subject and you're able to sit there and laugh about it and, and you're like, oh, well, maybe it's not so bad. I mean, it's bad, but like yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, I can sort of let go of whatever it is that I'm holding on to yeah. that makes that so taboo to me. I think that's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing. I also thought, <laughs> and it was really funny. Thank you, Silence Dose, for those woos. I also thought it was funny. I don't know. Did you see the GameStop AMC thing that happened? Like, I think it was last week. The yeah. where people were, um, where people were were buying those meme stocks and mm-hmm. stuff. Hilarious. Yeah, Dogecoin started yes. being a thing. Exactly. Hilarious, and it brought. In, in in this country, especially the left and right, it brought us together uh, to 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 centralize our hatred for Wall Street. Like yeah. I just thought it was so funny. It, it was Lady J, what's up? Uh, it was it was so hilarious, and, and I mean it was just this meme joke uh, stock thing, and and it fucking and it brought people together. You know, it, it yeah. made people agree. It even made one of our senators or Congress people or whatever the fuck, you know, reach out to the other aisle publicly. It's like, wow, yeah. you know, like in this country, but it's wow, they're they're communicating. But then that quickly shifted into uh, into identity politics, and then that was shot down. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but but you know, it, yeah, I, I the the comedy thing. Do you think that you were also uh, trying? You kept that low key because of the the type of music you played as well. That the comedian side of you, um, because because I when I think of jazz, sometimes you can get some really stuffy people and some really uh, elitist yeah. players who are like, hmm, hmm, you know, they take themselves way too seriously and. Yeah. You know, the great 200, 200% on dope. Yeah, no, I heard. I yeah. heard. I've been Coinbase locked me out, sons of bitches. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I had a whole thing. It was a whole thing here. <laughs> it was a whole thing here. Uh, yeah, it's. Do you, do you think that you kind of kept that side of you out of the public sphere because of how yeah, jazz is perceived as well? I did because I, uh, before doing music, I was also a manager you know, um, of, of, of a few people. And, you know, I had to be professional and I had to be, um, serious and stuff like that. And then I went into a music genre that is very serious as well. As you said, it's like very elitist and it's very serious. And yeah, we usually used to do jokes on stage and stuff like that. And our band was really liked because of that, because we didn't take ourselves very serious and we did original music, but, um, it's still a serious thing though, you know, it's still kind of serious. So I was career wise or professionally, I was stuck up if that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, but privately I was always a jokester and mm. would make stupid faces and, and and just be goofy and stupid. Um, but I never really carried that, that over to, to, to the stage because of, yeah, I, I do agree with that. And that's why now, when the pandemic is over, I want to go back to gigging again, and I want to do Twitch and gigs at the same time, and I do miss it actually. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I want to take that, and that's one of the things that I learned from Twitch. If anything, I learned from Twitch that I can be a kind of a comedian if I want to, and I can entertain audiences in a 
completely different way now and with way more quality. I know that my shows now are going to be so much better because I'm actually um, comfortable talking to the audience and comfortable making stupid jokes and just comfortable talking, which I wasn't really before because I'm an introvert. But Twitch kind of taught me that, that I can just, you know, and just also be funny and, you know, talk a little bit and not only shred my instrument. <laughs> yeah, that, I, but yeah, that I, well, that's what I love about it is like you got this really silly person who's obviously just not taking anything seriously, but then we'll go and yeah. like really rip some shit. And then like the other day. You were, I know you were just trying to, you were singing, I, I don't, can't remember what it was. It was, I think it was Hurt. I think you were singing Hurt and you're, yeah. um, and like your inner artist couldn't be held back by the accent. And like by the end of it, you were like in it. And like, I was like, oh shit, yeah. she like really connect. Like, so it's really, really cool to see someone at a talent where they could sort of go in and out of like, this like silly meme of a person to like this like very serious artist that can really connect with the music and connect with an audience on that level. It's just, it's mad respect. Um, Aw, thank you. Sup girl, I like your sense of humor. Not as much as Dora's crackhead army, but you know, Lady J. That That's quite a compliment, Lady J. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Accent is thick. Yeah, well, you, you, well, if you would have been in her stream the other day, she had a, she had a, um, she had a Daisy Duke, and she was doing a Southern accent, and she was trying to do a Southern accent with her, uh, with her like European accent, and what, yeah, what is it? What, what do you consider beautiful. your accent? Is it Portuguese or what? What since you're from Portugal? Or? I have no idea to be honest because I, I have. I speak two native languages, which is Portuguese and German. Mm. And um, I also grew up with English, though. So I have a few words that are kind of a little British. And then I have a lot that are English, that are American, sorry. And then there is a lot that are have an accent. And sometimes I just can't speak in general in any language because... <laughs> Because that's just how I am. If when you when you grow up with so many languages, you kind of um, you sometimes start making up words in any um, language, and you start completely saying gibberish, and that's just how that's just what happens to me. Yeah, it's just a thing. The the that. <laughs> Um, it happens like with like Spanish speakers too. Like my mom, she would, yeah. you know, or, or my family, they would just say like mixing word. Uh, what was one of the words that I heard? Um, oh my God. Lunche or something. I don't, I can't even think of it. Whatever. Who cares? We're done with that. <laughs> Moving on. Gosh, darn it. I'm going to have to check out the music. I've always had fun in Sarah's streams, except that one time in the mountains on a road trip, but crappy reception was expected. <laughs> okay. <thank> I um, <laughs> That's an th interesting part. A lot of people who watch me all the time don't know that I do music. Wow. There's a lot of people or some people don't know. That's that's the thing about variety, right? Mm -hmm. Then some people don't know that I play games. They're like, I've never seen you play a video game on stream. And I'm like, I play video games all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, and, and the funniest part, and it's a meme now, it's a meme on my channel that I don't play music. It's like, Sarah, you never do music anymore. Wait, Sarah does music? They're crazy. Because there's so many people that sometimes come in to my channel 10 minutes after I 
just finished two sets and I'm like, all right, guys, now I'm going to do just chatting and now I'm going to play a game. And they're like, hey, do you ever play the saxophone on stream? Like 10 minutes after I finished, I'm like, dude, are you kidding me right now? This happens so much. It's crazy. I don't understand people. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> You're an introvert. and it's Why do you think that people, introverts tend to want to be on the stage? Why do you think that introverts want to, that kind of attention? What, what do you think that drives, because I'm the same Do you feel way. like that's a thing? I do, because I talk to a lot of people and, mm -hmm. and a lot of musicians are introverts. They're just like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't like talking to people, but when I get on stage, it's just, it's a way for me to get out. It's, a, it, it, it's honestly a, a very common conversation we have here. Yeah, interesting. I, I, um, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's just, a, it's such a weird concept that somebody, that people who yeah. want to like just sort of be in their own little world all the time, like wants to put themselves out in such a vulnerable yeah. way to invite others in. But I guess it's only on their terms, right? It's on our terms though. It's how yeah. we're going to let people in. But it's still like, a, it's a really, it's a, it doesn't, it seems... Like, uh, it just seems antithetical, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like it's a... That's it maybe sense. why, though. Maybe. That's yeah. maybe why, though, because I, especially when I do streams or when I have gigs, I am very quiet after mm. because I'm, like, my energy is all, like, went all into the gig or into the stream. And it's, like, I just don't want to talk a lot because my job is talking or my job is playing. Mm. And my job is being an extrovert, basically. <laughs> so um, I'm an introvert, but I don't know. I don't know. If, I mean, that's that's the other side. That's that's coming from the other side when you are already performing. You know, why an introvert? Why introverts like to to perform? I think especially creative introverts like to to just share their probably. Okay, this is that. This could be why and. Uh, this is just a hot take. This is a hot hot take because I've never actually thought about this. But um, I, for example, I have a really hard time sharing my emotions, mm. and I am very repressed emotionally. I'm very like it's very hard for me to cry, or it's really hard for me just to be to like be happy and be like ah, you know, awesome, and you know, be, be all just emotions in general are really difficult for me, and. Um, they aren't on the instrument. Like when I play sax, like I'm all out. Like when I play a solo, like I'm telling a story, I'm I'm being very emotional. I'm just, just musically, I'm very, very emotional. And that's where I can express it. And maybe that's why introverts um, who are creative like to also, you know, do music and then also share it publicly because that's their way of communicating mm. and expressing their emotions because they can't otherwise, you know? Maybe yeah. that's a hot take. But. Right, right. Well, and I think it goes along with what Wazi was saying. Within an introvert, there's an extrovert waiting to come out and vice versa. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I've known some like super extrovertal people who are just like always on. <laughs> you know, in in their musicians, yeah. their artists. You know, it's but it's just it's 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 just something that I see. When I perform, I like to play a role. It's easier to play the role and work from there. Now I feel that I do. I do feel that. Although I do feel like that what I'm when I'm on that I am a genuine version of myself. But it's definitely yeah. like this heightened version of like yeah, it's like you, but on drugs or something. Yeah, like you, but 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 the elevated you, exactly. like the the 
180 you or something mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah for sure yeah, yeah. And, and and it does work like that for me one thing that i noticed like just just sort of taking myself out of roles and since we're just sort of on this like i had reina on a couple weeks ago and i was every time reina's ever come on this podcast this podcast has been around for six years so she's been on like 30 fucking times but it's like <laughs> it's well you know it's like i need a guest let's go uh, but no it's not always like that but but the last time she was on the show was the first time i was actually able to take myself out of the role as a husband and 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 as a role as an interviewer and it's like yeah. i know all the answers all the que i knew the answers to the questions i was asking her but yeah. but I had to pretend like I didn't know that because the people who are listening, they don't know that shit. I know it because I've been banging it for the last 10 or 11 years, whatever yeah. it is. Sorry, I should know that. <laughs> um, but it's, it's it, you know, like there's there really is this sort of separation that you sort of have to do, especially as an introvert, is is you got to sort of like leave that shit at the door and then... And, 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 come with your best even though today like my hands are extra fucking moist my hands are so sweaty like i just i can't <laughs> Mine are always sweaty dude what in the hell is that i turn i turn 36 and all of a sudden my palms start sweating it's like sweet oh. that's tight Palms are sweaty mom spaghetti mom spaghetti <laughs> man um uh, hold on let me sarah do you hear that What is that? What is it? I don't know. What is it? What is that? Is it coming coming from here? Oh, I know what it is. What, what? It's time for How Much Does It Cost on oh, Craigslist. No. Okay, guys. We are going to get set up for the games. We're going to play How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. And uh, we're going to be playing for a WSEG face mask. Boom. We got a We nice. Speak English Good patch from our sponsor, modedstudios.com. There's that. And I don't, we got the Mike Berg, which you guys don't know what Mike Berg means, but it's, that was a nickname for me in my old band. So if you guys want to wear me Mike around. Mike Berg? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's Why ridiculous. is that? Uh, because, because one day we were playing hacky sack. And the only way outside of the studio, and the only way that I could kick the ball because I am not a sports person or coordinated worth of shit, I had to flatten it like a hamburger so I could kick it. So they called me Burger, and then that just turned into Burg. Yeah, it's the stupidest origin story. So we're yeah. going to be playing for that. And it's also on a Pornhub, um, in the Pornhub nice. style. Cool. So. I like that. Those are our prizes for today. Our sponsor is sending a whole... Uh-oh. Okay. All right, hold on. We got. All right, give us a sec. We're we're not. We got a special guest today, folks. Um, I I see that someone has requested, um, a Baby Yoda interview. So hold on. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, just give me one second. We're gonna play games in just one second. But first, let's uh let's see if Baby Yoda is available. Hold on. Give me one second. Message system. Am I gonna get interviewed by Baby Yoda? Is that what's happening? No, we're gonna we're gonna ask Wu Tang. <laughs> it's almost almost Wu Tang is almost there. Are we asking a question to Baby? Sure, Yoda? sure. Just give me one second. <gasps> Baby Yoda, are you there? That's amazing. 
I don't know what happened to Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, how are you doing today? Oh, you're not going to say anything? <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say, Baby Yoda? I'm speaking. What? Oh, you're pretty good. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Do you, Sarah, do you have a question for Baby Yoda? Uh, yes, I do. Um, when am I gonna get famous? <laughs> you heard her, uh, Baby Yoda. When is Sarah Jazz gonna get famous? What did you say? <laughs> when is Sarah Jazz gonna get famous? What'd you say? Three years or so. Oh, three years or so. There you go. Everybody, nice. give a round of applause to <laughs> Baby Yoda, everybody. Thank you, Baby Yoda. I appreciate you coming on and, and answering that question for Sarah. We, we definitely appreciated that. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, that was that was great, Sarah. I appreciate you so much for coming on the show and rolling. Thank you with... for asking. Oh well, I mean, it was my pleasure. I just I, I respect. I've been saying that this whole time, but I respect what you do, and 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 I and I really dig what you and Silence Noise do with uh, music exposed, and and I'm really looking forward to talking to your boyfriend at the end of the month. So this is a yes. I appreciate the the time that you gave me, especially. I heard on your stream the other day that this is your day off, so I, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day off to, to talk to <laughs> this guy. It's all good. I'm just sacrificing myself for you. <sighs> I know. That's... That's just what I do, you know? <laughs> I'll just take double of my antidepressants. I'll be fine. I'll yeah. just be crying in the kitchen, on the kitchen floor this night. It's okay. Well, I'm glad that I could be of some service to you on this uh, quiet evening at home with the boyfriend. Uh, everybody, <laughs> go give Sarah Jazz. I, I mean, if, if you're not, if you don't know who Sarah Jazz is in the first place, and you're here, I don't even know what you're doing here. But go give her some love. Go give her a follow. Thank you so much. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, actually. It was very, very, very easy going today. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't uh, wasn't too uh, harrowing for you. I try not to make it too too aggressive. No, that's good because it's like different questions and stuff. It's not like, how long have you been on Twitch? How many guitars do you own? <laughs> I know. No, I, I am not. I'm not that kind of interviewer. Although I can be. Yeah. But all right, Sarah. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if it's if it's need if need it be, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it calls for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have a good night and thank you so much, or a good day actually. Yeah. Right <laughs> all right, Sarah. Be well. I'll Bye. see you in soon. so much sarah for coming on the show i really do appreciate you coming on it's just uh, it was just such a, a pleasure to have you on and uh but <laughs> it, it sucked that you had to come on on the weekend that i started my antidepressants but it was a great conversation not saying that it was a bad conversation it just i just felt like she wasn't the getting the best mic 
it, it just because I was, ugh, I was in this other state of mind. Oh my God, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, sitting down, and I am so fat. It's just so gross to look at. I don't like it at all. I've just gotten so chunky. So uh, this is what I'm doing on the podcast or on the live stream is that we are telling uh, I set a community challenge, and um, if I can get a hundred thousand fresh bars or community points. In a month, I'll do a juice fast. I'm thinking I should just do a juice fast now and just before things get out of control. I don't know if I can handle another month of being a big fat ass fatty boy. Uh, I I don't like it. This is the heaviest I've been in years. Years. It's been years since I've been this fat. So that is COVID for you. That is COVID. So yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a juice fast. Uh, if you guys are interested in doing that with me, come and hang out at the Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We stream every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come through, hang out, let's do some things. I um we are going to um we are gonna do a at least a week-long juice cleanse. And there's a couple community members who are gonna do it with me if we hit the goal. I might just do it because I just need to get this, this just I can't stand being this fat. I can't stand it. I, I I this is how fat I am. I went and bought new pants a size up and then a month later the new pants that were a size up from my original size when I first got to Toledo again from California, my original size it I, I went up again. So like the upgrade isn't enough to withstand this big fat ass so juice fast I, I it's more than just a weight loss thing for me it's more like a uh, a cleansing a reset i need to reset my palate like the other day i was riding with reina and we went and got wendy's and i it was this was like noon and i fucking scarfed this sandwich down and i felt just fine and the problem with eating Wendy's at noon and feeling just fine is that if I would have did that before COVID, ate Wendy's at noon before COVID, I would have had to come home and sleep for a fucking week to recover from that. It's, I, your body's not supposed to feel okay after eating poison, okay? That's, that's what I'm saying here. I've gotten my body so used to eating poison that now I fucking I feel okay after eating poison. You're not supposed to feel okay after eating poison, people. It's not okay. Uh, uh. So that's uh that's what uh that's what I'm planning is this juice fast. So if you're interested, come through. We're streaming and you can be a part of it. Come through, hang out at the at the Twitch stream. It's a good time. Come be a part of the conversation. We're we're doing things. We're doing things. Again, I want to shout out the usual saints, uh, the uh, the usual shit saints podcast, Stone and Sober podcast, and the Josh Bolton show. All three of those shows I was on as guests, and you'll find all three of those shows in the show notes, linking directly to the episodes that feature your boy Mikey P. So go support some new podcasters and give them some love, please do. Tell them Mikey P sent you. You can also like the show, like, uh, ooh, like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Discord, TikTok, Snapchat, all that shit. You can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Twitch. You can also leave a review for us on Apple iTunes or anywhere that is possible to leave reviews. It's very helpful if you're looking for a free way to help the show. You can also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing, what, what you're thinking, what, what's going on with you. How, how, how's things? How, how, how was St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> I think that was a little, that's a while ago. And another thing on this eating thing is that I ate a whole fried fish dinner for lunch today. And I don't even feel that bad. I don't even feel that bad. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So, uh, got to reset. Just got to reset. Sunday, I ate a turtle. Not like a real turtle, but like a turtle Sunday. So good. It was hot. It was this hot fudge. Fucking this salted caramel, hot melted salted caramel with vanilla ice cream and some toasted pecans on top. Oh my god, and white cream and a cherry. Oh, Ooh, it was so good. It was so fucking good. <sighs> okay, I gotta get myself out of it. I ate the whole fucking thing and I felt so horrible afterwards and I, it felt horrible and good at the same time and and now I'm looking at myself all fat in the mirror like you fat fuck look at you. Look at you. You fucking fat. Fat fat. Oh my god. Like it's literally been a long time since I've been this disgusting and I hate it. I hate it so much. <sighs> Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna get it back, folks. We're gonna get back. We're almost forty. Cause if we don't get it back now, we're gonna we're gonna get it back again. So we're gonna get it back. We're coming back strong. God, I feel like I should just start juicing like right fucking now. Like right now, I should just go out and start juicing. God damn. But uh, I involve the community, so I'm gonna see what the community wants to do. So. Okay. Well, that's enough out of me, everyone. We got a lot of great shows coming up. Again, go sponsor our or go support our sponsors, modedstudios.com for patches and apparel. Go check out Hectic, uh, hecticapp.com to get your small business and your uh, entrepreneurial boss life on track now. Go out there. It's, it's, it, they make your life easier. Keep track of how much money you made. Keep track of the hours you put in. It's a very efficient and effective program. And uh, go, go check it out. Podcorn. Go check out podcorn.com. Podcorn's amazing. And they've been super helpful in finding sponsors for this show. And uh, they will be helpful for your podcast. If you need a sponsor for your podcast and you don't know the first thing about it, go check out podcorn.com. Go check it out. Go do it. Go, go give them some love. Please do. All those links are in the show notes. And uh, we'll see, we have this Friday on the live stream, we have Existence 130, who is an amazing multi-instrumentalist and music streamer. And then on Monday, we have another music streamer who is a shredder guitarist named Thomas Frank. He's a cool dude from, I think he's from South America. Uh, fucking just cool dude, into some cool music, likes metal and shreds, cool as fuck. 
And then on the podcast feed, we have Wonder Truly coming back on the show. Wonder is a artist out of the Pacific Northwest, but has recently moved in the past couple years, has moved to Arizona and is now twitching or is on Twitch. The fun thing about Wonder is that she's been on the show before, and it was when we were on Van Life, and she was one of the the random people that we just met along the way that agreed to meet up with me uh, to do a podcast. So we did a podcast in Eugene, Oregon at a sushi place, and it was a very interesting conversation, and I had some like really um, synchronistic moments where we were talking about... like. Um, we were talking about, oh my God, we were talking about the guy who wrote the War of Art, uh, and I think his name is uh, Stephen Pink, Pinker, 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 oh, Stephen Pinker, is that it? Uh, uh, Pressfield, Stephen Pressfield, that's right. Uh, so, so, but he also wrote Bagger Vance, and what's really interesting is that uh, while we were talking about that book, and this author, Bagger Vance, was on the television behind us as we were talking about that author. And it was just in those moments where we where we're just like, this is where we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and it's really interesting because it's those moments in life that I, I constantly look for. But unwittingly at this point, when it first started happening... You know, like it's like this amazing thing, but after it happens your whole life, where you just sort of have these weird coincidences that sort of, uh, to me, I just always take it as an indication that I'm on the right path, that I'm on, I'm do, I'm where I'm supposed to be, uh, and so whenever any of those weird little happenstances happen, I, uh, I just take it as like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, and I'm just used to it now. And it's just sort of become boring. <laughs> just kidding. I love those little miracle moments. Those that happen that indicate that you're doing something right. Those are always great. All right, guys. I got to go. I'm going to record the other intro and outro for Wonders uh, podcast because I'm, that's what I'm doing now. I'm clumping up all my stuff, trying to be more efficient, trying to get stuff done. Okay, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Oh, yeah. And remember, I got a Threadless store. I have merch now. So go check out the merch store. It's in the show notes. Threadless. Go click on it. Buy a sweatshirt or a t-shirt if you want. You don't have to. If you don't want to, it's totally fine. All right, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you next time. Woo! <laughs>